Welcome back. Today, I'm honored to have one of the coolest people in the underground scene, Mr. Shmoo. So, how are you doing today, man? Chilling, bro. Just, just a little calm day. Uh, it, was a, it was a rest day at home, so it was just like... I'm not gonna lie, I was, fucking, I was playing PS Vita earlier, bro. That, that's hard, that's yeah. hard. Yesterday, you were out, though. I saw that. I just watch, like, some Netflix. Yesterday, I was outside, bro. What's the name of that one dude from TikTok that you met? Uh, World of T-shirts. Bro, bro. that dude is hilarious. Bro, I ran into him, so there was, like, a train delay. Yeah, I was on your live. That was funny. I was chilling with him for, like, 30 minutes, bro. Damn. He wanted me to go to Paris with him. There's no way. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. I remember... It'll be a crossover episode, I don't know. Hopefully, that'll be fire. Nah, I just... That dude went take, was, like, going crazy on TikTok when he was singing, like, that New York song. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, but he's also, like, even though, like, he has his stuff, but like, he, he's a little off the wall still a little bit. Yeah, this, I think he has a little well, bit of autism. He does, he does. Yeah. But, like, but it, at, at a certain point, bro, like, there's only so much you could say. Yeah, <laughs> like, wasn't he licking the floor off the subway? Yeah, like, when we were oh, together, bro, he was yelling in this girl's face, bro. Oh, oh, I feel bad for that dude, though. And I was just like, yo, you gotta, like... Got you. Like, take it down a little bit, bro. <laughs> so yeah. we were just walking around in New York after that for a little bit. That's hard. Chopping it up. I asked him the greatest question of all time. What was bro. it? What was he was it? talking about how he wants to go to Paris, right? Oh, oh I know what I this is going him. to. I asked him who was in Paris, bro. <laughs> What'd he say? He just like wandered. He just like, like didn't click. You know what I mean? He didn't think. Nah, that's he wild. He just, he just started wandering around after that. <laughs> and he just went back to talking. That's crazy. Nah, he funny story though. Wild. Funny story. I met you in Austin, but like we didn't really meet. But. I didn't know you, bro. I no, know. Yeah, I was just like, I, I didn't see you. I know. We met like right. I remember, um. What's the name of that one dude? The uh, he was Dom's DJ at uh, Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's he called? I was trying to find his Insta, and I saw he tagged you in one of his posts, like the newest one. And I was like, yeah. I kn- I was like, I swear to God, I saw him. And I went through all my photos, and I'm not even kidding. We found a photo of like I took a backstage, yeah. and you're just standing right there. Yeah. That shit was hilarious, bro. I always do joke and I spawn places, bro. I know. Nah, Dom was going crazy when DC yeah, pulled off. Nah, Dom, yeah. Dom's one of the chill, like the chillest people out there. I I thought he was gonna be like not at all like he is. He's he's awesome. I honestly, that was that trip was my first time actually meeting. Dom. Uh, no, second time meeting Dom. Oh, that's hard. The first time was in New York, but it was really quick. Yeah. Um, and but that like I actually got to like we, he was staying in our Airbnb. Mhm. So we actually like, got to connect and shit. It was dope. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, Dom, Dom's one of the coolest people out there. What's it called? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Summer Smash. We know we out there gonna be chilling with him. That's gonna be fire. He's he's gonna blow up right after all that shit. Happens, my my prediction. Nah, facts. I already know Dom's gonna be blown up by the, by the end of the year. Hopefully, Dom's music is crazy. Like he's he's just good like that. He was playing us shit like in the van. Yeah. Crazy. Was he playing that Omo? Yeah. Nah, he lucky. Yeah, he was playing some of it. Mm. He was playing a bunch of unreleased. Bro, you lucky. Calls, we were fucking around at Waterburger. <laughs> we went to emo night together. It was great. That's hard. Nah, I'm glad y'all had a, uh, a lit trip. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was definitely a blast. Facts. Alright, well, shit, for everyone that doesn't know who you are, um, tell us a little bit about, like, what you do, some things you've done. So, I am a fashion designer, a little hat, I'm like the hat guy, a lot of people know me as, uh, but I also do artist merchandising, that's been, like, my new venture, just because, like, I connected with so many artists over my brands, or over my brand, that, like, a lot of them wanted me to do their yeah. stuff. Who's some people you've worked with? Um, so we did stuff for DC. Darn, yeah, that's hard. We did, we did stuff for his whole tour. Ooh, that's um, hard. And we have upcoming stuff coming out with him, a few collabs. Sheesh, that's gonna be hard. Um, we have stuff coming out with Dom. Mm -hmm. Um, and then this was a really big one, but it fell through because of a Rico case. Oh, no way. Doug? Nah, Gunna? it was, uh, it was K-Flock. Oh, K-Flock, ain't no way. Yeah, so I was supposed to be, uh, dropping hats with him and Dougie B. Bro, that, no way, that, that's hard. And then I'm doing stuff right now with 2K Baby. Oh, sheesh, that's hard, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, fuck with 2K. Yeah, you got some, you got some pretty good names out there, I mean, you, your hats yeah, are crazy. That, that was just to, like, I really only started the artist merchandising stuff, like, few months ago yeah um you still need working with artists for like over a year now damn that's hard. bro I, this you're gonna be blown up also by the end of the year bro you already got a, like a pretty good following i already know soon enough you're gonna be what's up, crazy up is i've also paid like no money in ads oh that's hard that that's that's for insane brands, for brands is like a big deal I yeah or, like that organic growth in the brand world a lot of them be throwing hella money in on TikTok ads. No, nah, yeah. Organic, yeah. I don't, how do you feel about, like, the TikTok whole brand? Because I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's... I don't know. I feel like TikTok has ruined some brands. Like, not all of them. There's some really good ones um, off of TikTok. But I feel like there's I some think that... I it's a mix. And I think it depends on what genre you want yeah. to look And it depends on the age group and the, the audience. Like, the people you're targeting. Like, yeah. Yeah, like... For instance, there there's always going to be that sort of mainstream audience that'll wear, like, the Divide the Youth shit. You know? Oh, yeah. And, like, to me, like, okay, it's cool that kid made half a mil on those hoodies. Like, kudos to him, but, like, they're not great. Yeah, like... And I don't mean that, like, in, when in I work, the, yeah. probably a cool dude. I, I don't know him personally, but, like, I think, I think there's definitely, like... There's ways of looking at it on how you want to build your business and how what audience you want to tend to. Personally, I I love the in-person stuff. Like, I became interested in fashion through Ass Pizza. Oh, th and that's that's a good go. era. Like, yeah. Rocky and Ian Connor and all that shit. And you you could even say like early Cardi, like yeah. stuff like that. Or outside in the streets in New York, like that's what inspired me to really start what I do. Yeah. And how I want to my business that's why i like growing it organically than like no to me the tiktok yeah. wave is just like making like a corny piece with yeah like some sort of just a logo slapped on it there's not really much design process in it and they just like it feels like it's all copied and pasted it's very copied yeah that, it's, it's like, like they throw ad money on it and it's just the same thing repeated they follow a trend and like the thing that like i i like about the way i run my page is like it's not really like bullshit tiktok trends yeah it's it's real and that's no. why like maybe the feed isn't the most clean or like 
it's a little random at times. Like, my stories are kind of crazy, but that's like to me. Yeah. I look at it like 2016 stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm 100% sure I had already heard about you. I wasn't, like, a, I'm pretty bad with names. Like, I'll know people, but I'm not really good with names. And then, right after, like, the whole Austin thing, um, or while it was going, I hit up Sean, um, Dom's manager, and I was like, yo, what was Dom rocking? Because I was trying to find the hoodie and the hat, and he's like, oh, and the, and the jacket. And he was like, oh, that's a 101 by, you know, by you. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. hard. And then that's where I, I saw your shit. Uh, that, I mean, that's so, so hard. Originally, I started in doing by 101. So, yeah. like, my first clients that I did 101s for were A Boogie and Metro. Oh, that's so hard. And I actually did something also for Lil Dirk. Dirk. I'm, I'm hyped but for Dirk. Never, it never got posted, and I don't know whatever happened to it. Her Dirk is going to be um, somewhere soon, if you know. If you, if you know, you know. It's going to be fun. Uh, but basically... <laughs> I, I met Dirk's people through A Boogie mm. uh, at a video shoot. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, because so, he had a song on one of his last projects with the same producer. I did a lot of stuff for Vaughn. Oh, Vaughn, Vaughn Slabs. R.I.P. Vaughn. Yeah. So. so he, he has this little crazy shit that's not coming out. Oh, yeah. So, kind of like, what got you into... Well, I know you mentioned, like, Ask Pizza, and I know I talked with you, like, in DMs, and you said you were... Oh, you were stuck in vacation in quarantine, you'd said. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Originally, I was just, like, a fashion motherfucker that was always outside. Mm-hmm. But I never was creating things back then. I was more so just enjoying and consuming and, like, reselling, styling, stuff like that. And then what started, like, kickstarted everything is I was on a vacation in South Carolina. Probably about, like, two years ago almost. And basically... There was this thing called the Colonial Gas Pipe Shortage. And they had no gas, so we couldn't get back home because we drove. Oh, damn. So we were stranded in this motel. Damn. And this this hotel was, like, right next to a Michael's. So I bought, like, a pack of needle and thread. And I just taught myself how to do hand sewing. Oh, I watched half a YouTube video. Um, how old were you? Huh? How old was I? Yeah. I was, like, 19. How old are you now? I just turned 21, like, also, oh, oh, happy, well, yeah. happy belated birthday, then. Thank you, bro. Oh, yeah, I remember, I, um, I'm, you I was sick as shit. Yeah. I didn't even get to celebrate my 21st. I'm celebrating it this weekend. Oh, damn. Yeah, you, you gotta celebrate it anyway, even if it's a I'm, little I'm bit turning up, we're going to emo night. Oh, that's gonna be hard. That's but, hard. um, basically what happened was, is it was right next to a Michael's, and I picked up a needle and thread. I had, um, I watched half of a YouTube video, and I taught myself how to do hand sewing. And then Celebrity Stylist found me on Instagram, and I ended up in an A Boogie music video shoot that never dropped. I ran into Metro Boomin' in the street, and I just talked to him. I became cool with him. And then one thing led to another. He invited me to his hotel. I got him a bunch of pieces, samples, one-on-ones, a bunch of different shit. And since then, it just sort of took off. I just started out by, like, breaking into events. Like, like you kind of, you know, yeah, said you kind of finessed your way into yeah. things. And uh, broke into a Chrome Hearts event. Oh, that's hard. Broke into, like, all kinds of things, networked, and just sort of built myself up from just that. Just get to make the most of your opportunities whenever you can. 100%. And that was it. That, that's, that's, like, such a cool story, though. You just kind of end up in different places by finessing your way in. 
Nice. It's just life, bro. Like, Facts. for instance, if you just talk to people, people invite you places. If you know more people, you hear about more things. It's just like, nah, that's... it's just being a cool person, bro, at the end of the day. That's so true. It's like, these days, everything is networking. If, if, if you have the talent, you need networking, no matter what. Like, I remember who it was. I heard Honestly, someone... Honestly, most of the time now, you really don't even need the talent. Facts, though. I heard someone there was like, it's 20% talent and, like, 80% business these days. It's almost all business. Facts. Like, just how we're talking about, like, those TikTok brands. Like, they mm-hmm. might be shit, but they know who to, like, uh, target. They know where to target. And that's how they, like, grow. And There's a difference in that, too, though, at the yeah. same time. Facts. Like... Some of those TikTok kids, like, they might not know anyone at the same time mm-hmm. because they're just behind a screen. But, like, if you go out in the world and you actually talk to people and you meet people, you go out to stores, you talk to people in the stores, whatever it is, like, you can knowing it. people in per- I think, like, even though we live in the day and age of internet in person and all that no, stuff, I agree with you so much. Because no I what. know, like, off of my connections, I've definitely been able to get some, like, pretty cool connections off of the internet. But nothing mm-hmm. compared to the connections I've gotten in real life. Just because it's like, if you hit up someone in real life, it's so, like, the experience is so much different from online because you're not actually talking to them, you're not meeting them. So It's different from shooting a text and yeah, seeing someone face-to-face. Facts. And, and also, at the same time, it's like, it's so much harder to get someone's attention online um, mm-hmm. by, by just DMing them. It's like, you can't just hit up a random celebrity and be like, Oh, I made this art piece. Um, do you want it? it that's not how it's gonna work because they get like thousands yeah. and thousands of DMs. Yeah, you have to like grow yourself a little bit. But I completely agree with you. Like the way they target people. I know I talked with like what like the first interview I did with Reno. That was like something we really talked about. Um, yeah. Like all these big, um, not just brands, but like everything in general. Like off of TikTok, the algorithms. They know like they have like he was telling us like he had like all these brands have like psychologists and they know like how to strike and who to strike. And, like, there's no way to run away from them, like, from it. The best thing you can do is protect yourself. Like, someone that's so good at it, like, it's incredible to me how they do it is Mischief. Shout out Mischief. I got the big red boots. Their shit is crazy. I know. Like, it's so insane to me how they can do all these dumb shits, and they don't even care about getting sued. I was talking about this um with a while at the other interview that we did. This will probably come out before that one, so y'all have to mm-hmm. wait for that. But, yeah, he he's pretty close with Matt, which is one of the Mischief people, and he was telling yeah. us. Yeah. He was like, it's just insane the way they do all their work. They don't care. They just, they know who to strike, when to strike. And it's crazy. Left the artistry behind it. I know. And, and even if Mischief were to get sued, that's part of the art. Yeah, that's like the whole thing. If like, someone were to sue Mischief, it's what they want. Yeah, like with the whole jackets they did, where yeah. it was like the first person that you, if you bought, a, you bought like a random jacket with like Walmart, McDonald's, and the first yeah. person to like um, get sued by that one. Um, got like a hat I, that was so like such a unique idea or even now you saw the taxes game they did with the anime girl yes yes bro yes, that was insane yeah. i don't even know how like they do my all friends of they bought the stuff that car the keys oh yeah the key card yeah that, my friends all bought keys that's so that's fire like why do you need it like it's so insane and even like my sister who's like not into this shit at all like knows who missed you the puzzles yeah the puzzles are also the so QRs. hard yeah the, yeah the david ones david dobrik did one i know or he did a few of them i don't even know i know they did one like the I, million I dollar it puzzle. took a while to do apparently yeah, like, yeah. they're not easy no what's it, mischief is just like insane at what they do they know how to strive. I really respect them. I yeah. really like their shit. That new backwards um, shoe is also pretty fire. 
Huh? Like the backwards shoe yeah, is dope. I know. I saw what it's was concepts it like over? you just they're so simple but they're crazy. I know. It's like I feel like the thing that mischief does is they don't care. It's like they know people are gonna buy them. Like that cologne. Like hi, who's gonna actually wear the cologne? Like a lot of people are gonna wear them, but not because of yeah, the smell. If someone that's like a small brand or someone in the street selling that, no one's gonna buy that. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like I'm not gonna put on that cologne, but because it's mischief doing it, it's like a thing where they grew their audience enough. They know who to strike. That it's, it's gonna genius. sell out. It's really it's genius. I know they're they're just insane at what they do. Shout out mischief. But right. I mean, yeah. I mean, what are some like? things you want to reach what are some goals you have in mind for your brand for you um so it's kind of set in motion right now you're like one of the first people for me to talk about it mm-hmm. so so basically uh i already work with a lot of stores in japan right now oh, that's all right. so i'm focusing on building our audience out there mm-hmm. um i view it like reverse vape in okay. a way um so we're in five stores right now in That's Japan. Yeah. And um, so I time this with the way like tours are going and the festival stuff. So I know by when I'm done touring, um, it's about late December. Mm-hmm. Um, so I booked a one-way flight to Japan. Oh, in that's hard. In, in January. So, so I'm in January be, next year? Yeah. Oh. So I'm starting that. So that's like the big vision. Damn, that's um, gonna be hard. So I'm moving out there then, and I'm kind of just like gonna be out there for a few months, and I'm gonna go around Asia for a little bit. That that that's fire. I mean, um, I want to live the art. So like, yeah. Aside from just the hats, like I really make clothes, clothes like, mm-hmm. like not 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 just like Instagram like streetwear shit. Yeah. Like I actually make like more avant garde stuff that mm-hmm. like I don't post on Instagram, um, but I do have like shoots lined up for it and all that stuff like i really have crazy pieces in the works um like for instance one of the people that um that really likes it i showed it to him was lucas abat mm, that's hard that's hard uh it was like a suit jacket that i made and that's, he loved. that's fire is this like the uh, first interview you do or have you done some before huh is this the first interview you do or have you done some before i've done like three or four before oh, that's hard i'm glad i'm one of the early but, ones. like i live like like not crazy but like so a lot of new things happen very mm-hmm. often so like i just booked this flight like last week mm-hmm. oh that's, that's i new, just yeah. came to this realization the other day i need to do it so i did it i bought the flight i just i knew if i kept talking about it and i didn't do it or i kept thinking about it, i wasn't gonna do it so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna buy it now to press myself to yeah do it. it's like once so, you do it you can't like get yeah out of it. i i really have like a tunnel vision on stuff so when i think about something i really have to do it yeah that's how i feel um so something that's going on with us now is we're doing like a whole rebranding soon Mm, so we're working on like redoing our instagram and like a whole bunch of stuff and we're gonna make it kind of feel like early 2000s sort of feel like bait go back i really look up to nigo in a lot of ways so like not i want to not saying emulate that feel of it but i want to have that sort of like aesthetic yeah like i want to start doing magazines and postcards and Nah, that's crazy accessories and right now we're working on some like really crazy home stuff that we're gonna drop so i want to break out from just being the hat guy for a while um and just get into like my creative bag um so that's some some of the stuff coming out some of the new shit that's fire Um, 
I'm trying to drop a collection soon too. I'm working. I've been working on that for oh, a that's while. Gonna, that's like gonna a be hard. Of, I, I already know it. I got a lot of clothes coming out. We have a crazy lookbook already kind of planned that we're gonna shoot here and then that's Japan also. Oh, nah, that that lookbook in Japan's gonna go crazy. I already know. It's gonna be insane because like. I'm doing research on like models and stuff yeah. out there. Like I'm, I'm gonna be also shooting part of it myself. Oh, that's gonna be fire. Um, yeah. Nah, Japan. So, Japan's like has impacted the world, like the fashion industry, in like such now, a bro. such an incredible way. Um, I definitely gotta go there sometime soon. I'm gonna get my passport first. You should get a passport. Bro. That's <laughs> Facts. You, you could travel outside of the U.S. Yeah, mine just like yeah. broke a little bit ago, so I definitely gotta get that. Yeah. That that's so sick though. I mean, you're definitely one of the only people that are doing it like this. I feel like a lot of people are in, instead of trying to, you know, go like your route, they're just trying to move out to L.A. Which I mean, it's not a bad thing. I also want to go to nah, L.A. Fuck that. Yeah, but you're trying to. Nah, fuck that, bro. You're trying you should to live your art. Live out the way you want to do it. Live a lifestyle you want to live. I kind of want to just be able to take over the world. Yeah, I want to... I just want to do it all. I feel like recently I was... I mean, I'm in middle school. So I'm about to finish middle school. I'm about to start high school. But everyone's like... Everyone's like, oh yeah, well you're young. You have time. You have this. And like, yeah, they're right. I do have time. I have a lot of time. Time But then sometimes it's like... I'll be sitting there and I feel like... Okay, I have all this time. And I'm not doing anything. But then I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I was thinking for a while. I was like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? And then I was talking with some homies. I was like, well, I'm going to just do it all. Instead of just focusing on well, one thing. there's a mix to it. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not like you a... Should find, you should find, like, look into your personality. Mm-hmm. And look into things that you're good at. And develop the thing. Like, develop... I mean, develop... Uh, no, not like do it all. Like, literally, but I want to try it all. You should obviously try it all. Yeah. To know what you're good at. But, like... Develop things that you're good at. What what I learned by working in, like, I guess the creative scene is you want to be able to add value into the rooms that you're in. Yeah, that's so, that's that's so true. Because a lot of people, that's the main reason they want to associate with you. If you if you can bring them some sort of value, that's why they want to be around you. That's what I've realized a lot in the, in the scene. You're just not going to get connected with someone if you don't bring any value to them that's like something and, I and people people try to criticize by that thought process of like well why would i i, I shouldn't be your friend because all you want me is for xyz but like but then in you, reality yeah. that's not healthy bro you want to be able to benefit you want to have mutual beneficial relationships yeah because it's like for example you want to be friends with all these celebrities and all of this but why would they be friends with you if you're just a random dude like exactly. in some sort of way it sounds like kind of shitty but it's just the truth like you want to be able to bring value to these people because if not they have no point they're gonna look at you as a as a fan in some sort of way you know and not even just that but like just in a working environment you want to be able to add value to those rooms and like the way to get into places is to bring that value yeah like so like what i learned like i guess like this is an interesting example is like the kanye documentary right yeah with the the videographer like what he was speaking about is like not everyone in the room has to be Kanye. Yeah. Not everyone in the room is the main character. But the main character needs a supporting cast behind them. Yeah. That that's And like the thing is is if you want to be successful in what you want to do and let's say maybe you're not not saying you're not but like yeah. not everyone is that guy. Yeah. But you can help that guy. that guy. And the thing is is like what I started to learn by 
by like being around the rap culture and that's why i started doing artist merchandising is because like i realized like i want to add more to a room than just bring a hat mm-hmm. so why don't i do this for you as well yeah and and that's kind of how i started that is i realized i need to bring i want to bring the most value i can into a place so why don't why don't I come into your to your room to be able to make you thousands of dollars? Yeah, you want to be that light. People love money. The facts. That's like that's such an interesting way to think about it, which I completely agree with. Because just how we like said before, if you're not bringing any sort of light to a room, it makes no sense why they would want to be in that room if it's dark. You know? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so I mean, how does that? What do you think about um, how the youth? Because I feel like I've been talking to a lot of people that have been in the industry for a little bit longer, um, that are a little bit old. I mean, not, like, old, old, but, like, I guess you could say... What do you define as old? What's old to you, 25, 26? I mean, I would say right now... Yeah, like, we, we always make fun of Waf because he just turned 25 and we called him old. But, like, realistically well, speaking, that's 25, still young. you round up to 30 already, yeah. so that's, like, pushing 30. Yeah. Yeah, you, if you hear this, Waf, you old. But, I mean, yeah, what do you feel about... Um, do you think, like, the youth has been taking, have been, how, how can I say it, oh, I'm bad at pronouncing words, do you think people are taking the youth more seriously in the past few years that they were, I don't know, 10 years ago? Um, I think it's different now, and I, I think it's a mixture, and I think it's like, well, there's also more money in it now, I yeah. think, than there's ever been because of social media. Yeah. And the youth really fund the youth at the same time. That, that's true. Because if you think about it, like, Twitch streamers, like, for instance, like, I guess Aiden Ross, right? Mm-hmm. His his majority of viewers are the youth. Yeah. People donating to him are the youth. The youth builds him, and he's technically young, so he's the youth. That's, yeah, that, that's, so that, that's true. It's like one hand washes the other in a way. Mm-hmm. And the way social media makes it now, it's a little different. But I think it's still important to still have your old heads in there too, for people that really are experienced with this shit. Just because once you once you dive more deeper into it, there's a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. That's so true. That's why I always, when I kind of first started getting into the industry, um, sorry about my dogs. Um, I I try to find like someone that would be like a mentor to me, I guess, in some that's sort important. of way. And I luckily I gotta find one. That's my boy Diego. I'd say Diego and Waf are like my two mentors. Oh, and Adrian, I can't forget Adrian. Um, those three, you probably don't know who they are, but they're just my mentors. I mean, is, is Waf? I think he's Ada's that, editor. That's the guy that does the content for people, right? Yeah, he no. worked with um um Alyssa Violet, Rice. Okay, Gun. I've he, heard his name before. Yeah, he he's Aiden's yeah. creative editor. Yeah, he's he's her boy. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him before. Yeah. So I mean those like guys, the lyrical team, all of those they just teach me, um, you know, to learn from my mistakes. Like in the interview I did with Waf, he was telling us how, you know, when he kinda started, I guess he went from living in a small house with editors to moving to the face house with Rice Gum, Militia Violet, all these big yeah. people, like, out of nowhere, like, overnight. And mm-hmm. kind of, like, the fame took over, and he kind of fumbled the bag a little bit where he's still successful, you know, he still made his good money, he made his, like, his people, um, his community, but he was telling us how, you know, the whole fame kind of backstabbed him a little bit in a way where he could have made more... Where he could have made more because it was like this overnight thing where he went from living with the editors to this big thing. And he's like, oh, well, I'm the shit now. I'm him. 
and you know he kind of fumbled a little bit but he was he was telling me he was like you know never let your ego take over because it can happen like like that instantly and you always because hey, a lot sure. of this stuff nowadays happens really fast yes you don't even realize it and yeah that's like something that i feel like a lot the youth has to watch out for because even me sometimes i'm not gonna say sometimes i'll have an ego because you know i got like a cold band to follow back oh my god that's so cool or all these people that i get to hang out with or i've hanged out with before and it's like Honestly, th- it's a mix because yeah. you do have to have an ego on some level yeah, so because like, you don't want to be yeah you don't want to be we have a, a word in yiddish called the nebech yeah and it just means like a nothing you don't want to be yeah. like a nothing but like you still have to, you still like you you, like your prices enough. do have to go up at a certain point where yeah. you say yes i've worked with these people my prices have to go up yeah 100 like, at a certain point you still have to remain humble no yeah what i mean is don't um like don't be a shitty like don't be a douchebag because of yeah who you are that, that's what we're trying to person, say bro. yeah obviously obviously you got to make your prices go up depending on who you like work with but don't be like that shitty dude that be like oh no yeah. fuck you you're you don't know anything like you want to help out the youth because i feel like right now um i've seen so many younger kids like even myself that are trying mm-hmm. to do like creatives visuals we're trying to do it all and it's like it's a way where i see the bigger people the older people the people that are big right now trying to help us out yeah which is awesome but i feel like sometimes they're getting taught you don't want to be a yes man at the same time you want to be able to teach these kids that's something i realized you want to be able to teach you know me these kids that's what i feel like my mentors have done the best they taught me that you know you want to be humble but at the same time you know you got to stick to it but you don't want to let that fame you don't want to let those follows or whatever like kind of yeah. make you a bad person because how we were talking about earlier that you don't want to be that like person no one wants to hang out with um we have a friend i'm not going to bring up names but you know he's our friend i guess and he he sold sneakers and he was he made a lot of money off that he made crypto he after that sneakers he made crypto and it was this mm. thing where during high school he he pretty much didn't talk with anyone he was kind of low-key he didn't really hang out with anyone and you know eventually he finished high school he moved out to la and it's this thing where he wanted to live his high school years because he didn't have friends during high school. He talked to no one. Yeah. And while he he pushed out, um, he made so much money off that he didn't know what to do in the real world. And it's this thing where he wanted to be able to take over social media. He wanted to be able to meet all these people. But when he was like at the places, it was like a thing where our friends would be friends with, I don't know, people. I'm, I don't want to say names. We were close with people and they'd be like, oh, just name drop them. Be like, oh, you know him. And we'll be like, you can't do that. You can't just be like oh i know kanye west like that's not how it works you gotta be some like you gotta be humble about it and it's this thing where i feel bad for the kid because he's smart you know he's cool um he has the brains for it he has the he has the he can do it but then it's a thing where he didn't live those high school years so he's kind of socially awkward somewhat and it kind of fucked him over he just moved out of la because he couldn't handle it it's like a thing where he at some point he became kind of depressed and it just fucked him over he didn't want to go out and at the same time it was like you want to work with social media you want to do something with social media but you don't want to go out so he couldn't handle it and he just moved out of la which loki sucks because he's one of our close homies and you know it kind of sucks seeing him not being able to do what he wanted to do but you know just how we were talking like earlier today sometimes you you're just not him in like that way but you, you have your own things social media didn't work out for him i think he's gonna go sell cards now maybe he can make some he already made good money off cards but hopefully he makes some other good money off that so wish the best of luck you know who you are but but yeah i mean yeah the youth these days is crazy i've seen some crazy work from kids i don't know 15 16 14 
yeah uh, even younger like it's just insane to see all of us come through and that's kind of like the main reason i kind of want to start these interviews because um i want to be able to talk with you know people just as like uh, such as yourself people that are in all sort of um businesses not just fashion and social media yeah. but everyone to you know talk about the youth talk about yourself and give some advice to the youth to the kids that listen to us because how you said you know um the youth kind of watches i don't even know what you said but you said something like that like with aiden ross so that's like one of the like main the reasons. youth helps the youth like yeah. one hand watches the other yeah and not just the youth helping the youth but also like the older people helping the youth because at the end of the day when the older people become you know old like nigo then the youth is going to take over and then it's going to be again like the kids that are like when they were born during quarantine eventually we're going to be 25 uh, and then we're going to have to help them out and that's just kind of how it's going to work it's going to be like a repeating yeah. cycle so i mean yeah cycle. something that i've been like also realizing i want your opinion on this do you think how do you think social i mean quarantine affected the whole scene right now how do you think like quarantine affected the kids and everyone mm-hmm. i feel like that was a big thing because that's when i kind of started getting during um, i think there's more that. social pressure now yeah to like a lot of people think you have to do social media to be successful i think people view success differently yeah and i think because people see so many young people blow up there's this there's like there's like oh like or, or it could be like like I'm 14, and I saw this baby Santana blew up at 14. Like I should be blowing up at 14. Yeah, I I don't and think that's like, how it works. You know, everyone yeah. everyone goes at a different schedule, you know. Yeah, everyone has their time, and like the the thing you can do is just work for it. Because eventually, hopefully, you blow up. But the only thing you can do at it is work for There's it. Persistency, yeah. consistency, and it's just like it's really enjoying it. I think you have to really enjoy it to do well. Mm-hmm facts i mean sometimes like how i was talking earlier that like i stress about like small things like that it's like obviously you shouldn't be stressing about things like that but at the same time it's like uh i know why it's not like, a bad you stress. Thing. yeah it's, it's not, not a bad stress thing. is not a bad thing anxiety is not a bad thing being uncomfortable is not a bad thing yeah sometimes it i can... think people view it like that just because like what we're taught to think but being in a position like where you're where you're in a new comfort zone like it's a good thing yeah and you should be exploring things that make you uncomfortable and i don't mean uncomfortable in a bad way yeah, like, in a good for way instance, like growing up i was very antisocial in high school i didn't have many friends so being in this scene and pushing myself a lot in this regard like helped me a lot socially and it yeah. helped grow me as a person to be able to talk what i think and also, like, how and I feel, like, like, I'm about to start high school, too, and, mm-hmm. you know, I feel, like, kind of, like, in quotations, like, in the movies, where it's, like, oh, the cool kids are, like, the jocks or whatever, and, like, sure, those kids are going to peak in high school, but then, like, look at Jack Harlow, bro was definitely not peaking in high school, but now he blew up, it's, like, a thing where during high school, middle school, like, school in general, I feel like being cool in school is going to be so much different to real school like real life that's why i don't really be caring that much about school these days i just want to focus on being i'm gonna to be honest school is not a bad thing and, and yeah and like school you should take serious in a way like yeah like you shouldn't cheat your like the way i view it is you shouldn't cheat yourself out of an opportunity mm-hmm. for instance right like you have really i i feel like you only really have like because you're only at an age for a certain period of time yeah like, now is your time like you might as well do well in school because what if one day you want to become a lawyer? Yeah, like... Like, let's say when you're 50, right? You say, I want to have this kind of job. You don't want to cheat yourself out of the opportunity because of that. Yeah. So I always true. say, like, you might as well do well because you're there. Yeah. 
That's... You don't know what you're going to learn, right? Like, you might be able to take a business class in school. You might be able to learn how to do spreadsheets really well. Yeah. And you might be able to help your own business anyway. And then that helps you. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, the way I also view it is, like, people should live, like, I, I live in my own world, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, like, things happen around me. And I, and I live in my own bubble. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. And, like, I think in you, right, you're going to be starting high school soon. Like, you shouldn't be necessarily worried like there's a lot of like worries that a lot of people have in high school like oh like like my fit or like yeah worry that this person doesn't like me or drama or whatever but yeah. you should really be doing whatever you want to do and you should still get good grades and all that yeah that's you true. should be the best version of yourself that you could be you know that's why i love doing these interviews because we get to get not it's like a thing where i'm not just doing one interview with one person i'm doing it with a bunch of different people that come from different places they yeah. do different things but the one thing in my opinion that everyone has in common is that they have something to tell the youth and that's why like i love doing these interviews because i just get to hear different views at different things and it's just so amazing to get to listen and the to other interviews people. where the answer is different than mine um okay. i mean we asked a lot of different questions but i mean yeah, we in got terms of that, answers. in terms of that sort of question, like a standard question that, like, I guess, like that. Yeah, so we definitely got a lot of different answers. I mean, did, are you in college right now? Yeah, I'm in college yeah. full time. So. Yeah, we like for example, there's people that well, I know. I'm gonna, I've done interviews with. Or I'm gonna do it that didn't go to college or school wasn't mm-hmm. their thing. So yeah, like with the interview to Waf, he was telling us how he dropped pretty much kind of out of high school. I don't think he went to college because he. It's not that he was bad at school or anything, but it's like a thing where while he was in school he was blowing up kind of and he was doing all mm-hmm. these things and he just didn't like to take orders from like the teachers so it's like a thing where he didn't go to school and he was like you shouldn't take i guess school for granted but it, it shouldn't be your like your main thing so i mean mm-hmm. yeah we've definitely gotten a lot of different answers and i'm hopefully going to continue to get a lot of different answers you know we have some other crazy interviews yeah. coming soon and it's just like just awesome getting to meet all these cool people like mm-hmm. I've talked with you for a bit, but we've never really had a deep conversation like that. So it's nice yeah. to talk with people, you know, about new things. For sure. So I'm. What's it called? When we first kind of start, uh, started talking, you told me you um you heard about the interview I did with Reno, right? Yeah. How did that come up? Kind of wild. So there was a kid that I I'm in like a group chat, right? Yeah. And he was originally supposed to be the guy that interviewed Reno. Oh, that Ethan kid. Ethan. Yeah, I know who he is. And, um, so I remember because Reno was in New York for something and they were supposed to link up, but it fell through. Yeah. And then I heard he did an interview with another kid and I was like, wait, that's kind of fire. Yeah. And that's how I saw that. And then like, I ran into Reno at the Hyperpop Daily game. Mm-hmm. It was him, the guy that runs Half Evil and my friend that runs Sam. Grand Wisdom. Yeah, and then I think Crash Vancouver Ryan. was there too. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're all super and, close. Yeah, and then um, I was talking to Reno about it. Oh, that's cool. that, that's so hard. Yeah, I love Reno. Um, Reno's one of like the coolest people in the industry. Big shout out to Reno. He always hooked. What's crazy up. is is like Reno was one of the first Instagram brands that I found out about, and this was like. 2019 or 18 yeah so a while ago damn when he was working at a pizza shop yeah i remember we talked about that, that, that was and um he, i remember i thought his art was super dope this i think was right before i don't know if this was before i think it was right before the billy yeah, eilish, the billy eilish shit dropped. yeah 
This was right before Billie Eilish found him. Yeah, he was and telling was, us like, what he everyone. would do. He would hit up every single, and, like, Billie Eilish. And I remember, yeah. like, I thought his art style was cool. Mm-hmm. And he posted one day on his story, like, I'll draw someone for 20 bucks on Cash App. And I sent him 20 bucks on Cash App. So I got a picture of myself by oh, Reno. That, that's so hard, bro. Which is kind of crazy because, like, I don't really think he does that kind of shit anymore. He, no, he definitely doesn't. He, You know, how just how we were talking, um, his prices definitely went up. I don't think they're 20 bucks on Cash App anymore. <laughs> yeah. It was and, so funny uh, how I met Reno, too. Yeah, he was hella cool. And then um, I got, like, a bunch of, like, archive Reno shit, too. Oh, like that's hard. Yeah. And then we were chopping it up because we're both Jewish. So oh, we were talking about cool. Israel together. Oh, that's fire. That's yeah. Fire. And then that was it. That was, like, 2019. And I just, like, never really... Then he, like... I know he went to college and shit at Rhode yeah, Island in for a while. And then I don't remember hearing or seeing much about him as much after that. And then I ran into him. It was kind of a full circle moment. It was oh, pretty dope. That's so dope. That's yeah. crazy that you were talking about him about that interview. And well, now we're here we're doing an interview with yeah. you. Yeah, man. What's it called? I met oh, Reno yeah. through. Do you know Red Luciano, Diego? Luciano. Is he, that the dude that. He does visuals that, for what? like. Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade, for everyone. Like, this dude... He, he does the motions. I think I know. Yeah. I think I've seen his stuff on Underground Sound. He's crazy. Like, his work is insane. Red Luciano, he's also one of the coolest people. So, Ryan, Diego, and Red Luciano, uh, Ryan is um, Crash Vancouver. They're, like, the three best yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of... I like to call them, like, the three musketeers. They, they work uh-huh. together. They do all of it together. So, I met Red Luciano... A while back because i threw a birthday party and i just invited everyone in the world so that's kind of how i met red luciano and one day reno posted on his story he was like send me someone that's interesting and he just randomly liked, oh, like oh i've seen his shit before yeah, he, he did the, he stuff for like can can yeah not just can can yeah. no, he's done like he did the ice spice videos he just yeah. re- he did like the walk to poland he did so many like crazy videos and I know um one of his friends, Alex. Oh, uh, Alex. Hard. I don't know if you know him. He Alex did what? stuff for Ice Spice too. What's his um his name? His I, name is Ha Alex. H U H Alex. Potentially, I'll I'll check him out. Shout out Alex. Oh, Shout I've out. seen his work. I said this shit he did for um. Uh, Midnight Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, That's where I first found out about him. That was 2021. Yeah, he does a lot of crazy things. Recently, he's been blowing the fuck up with a lot of his videos. Yeet. I he did Bad Bunny. I only saw his shit in 2021. That was crazy. Yeah. So, pretty and much, um, Red Luciano sent his ad to, like, Reno. And during Reno's birthday, we just started talking for a bit. And he posted on his Insta story. He was like, I'm going to be doing an interview in Austin. And I just happened to be there. And we were already pretty good friends. So I was like, yo, I'm in Austin. Pull up. He was like, bet, let's run it. So he pretty much gave me a week to find a studio, someone to record with, somewhere to record with, and equipment. And, bro, I had nothing. I was in Mexico at the time. I know no one in Austin because I don't live in Austin. I was there for vacations. Yeah. And I was in Mexico too, but I knew I was going to be there. So I hit up one of my boys, my my big boy, Simon. Shout out Simon. That's my that's my homie. I was chilling with him the other day. And long story short, um, motherfucking, we were minding our business and I hit him up. I was like, yo, I'm doing this interview. Do you know anyone that can help me out? And he sent me my boy Omer's at. He was like, I hit this dude up and he was like, I charge you a hundred per hour and i was kind of broke at the time so he was like i was like nah i can't do that bro he was like if you can get reno to hop on my podcast i'll do it for free 
So we did like an interview for his podcast, and then we did my interview, and both of them re- did really well. It was like an That's amazing fine. time, and yeah, it was awesome pulling it all off, like in fucking like a week time. See, that's how it is sometimes. Yeah, though. it's like you just have just how we were talking earlier. Literally, networking is everything. Without connections, mm-hmm. you can't get anywhere. So that's something I would say. Like I'm also like you know the youngling, but something that like my um, biggest like advice would be get those connections up. Like even if it's because sometimes like kids at school would be like oh um you know you know joy division that's like cardi's videographer but why do you not know cardi and i was like that's not how it works like sometimes you can get lucky and i guess meet the mate like the artist but most of the time you have to build your way up there so you know sometimes you just gotta just try your best to get those connections because even those little little connections will help you out you never know you just gotta talk to everyone bro Facts, you gotta know everyone you gotta be cool but yeah, man. I mean, it was f- fuck it. Let's wrap this interview up, man. Bad, bad, dude. I uh, y'all, thank you all for you know listening to this. I had an amazing time. Appreciate you for coming up, man. It was, Appreciate it was lit. you, bro. If you all don't know who this man is, go check him out on Insta. His at is um here. Just say your at. Chamui S H M U I E. My at is Passive Max on Insta. P A S S S I V E M A X three S's. Um, hopefully this uh, interview is out um, maybe by tomorrow, poss- possibly. So you're gonna listen to this soon. Appreciate y'all and Appreciate peace. It,